Welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. Have you tried out mindfulness and well-being tools and techniques like meditation or journaling? And have you asked yourself why none of these practices work or why you did not stick with it? In today's episode, we will talk about three reasons why this might be the case for you. And these are the reasons that are not obvious and often discussed. So make sure to listen and check if you can turn your practice into a great success. Let's get started. tried mindfulness tools before and wondered why it did not work. Oh yes, I am part of that club. What if I told you that they could have worked? All of these tools are right and they all can give you the positive impact you're looking for. But there are underlying reasons why they might be doomed from the start. These reasons are hardly spoken about They are not often discovered, and for sure they are not obvious. Otherwise, we would not feel like all the meditation and journaling is a waste of time. How many tools have you tried before and not gotten enough out of it? Maybe you tried meditating, possibly even different ways of meditation. Then we have various breathing techniques, yoga, journaling questions, mind management tools, relaxation music and exercises. There are so many ways out there that promise us peace, well-being, calmness, and a more quiet and relaxed mind and body. And have you had the experience that you gave it a really good shot, but just did not get the incredible results that others are talking about? If that's you, you are not alone. Today, I'm going to share with you my top three reasons why your practice might not have worked for you so far. Once you listen to this episode, you can check if one or even all of them are holding you back from benefiting from your mindfulness practice. What might be standing in the way are certain beliefs, your language and the words you use, and the energy of resistance. Yes, we are of course going to talk about all three in much more detail, so you can chat if they can help you. I'm sure that you will have some aha moments, and I hope that you might even have a breakthrough and can shift from when will this finally work to yes, this is finally working. You're already putting all the time and effort in one or more of these practices, so you're already dedicated to being more mindful and want to improve your life experience, right? And this is already so much more than a lot of people are doing for their mental, physical and emotional health. You can really be proud of yourself. And I'm sure you have gotten some benefits out of them already, sure. But how great would it be if you could check if you have any of these three barriers and dismantle them so that you're able to experience leaps of progress in your practice. What if you could be the one 
person that talks or write about these amazing experiences or results that you got from your meditation. Think about it as if you have a splinter in the sole of your foot. I know that sounds completely unrelated, but stick with me. So this splinter is really deep inside you, so you cannot see it. You just think you got a little wound by stepping on something sharp, and it's painful when you walk. So you try everything to make the pain go away. You use the right cream to heal the wound. You secure it with a bandage to make sure it can heal properly. And you take some pill to improve the healing process or relieve the pain. You're doing all the right things. But you're just not aware that the splinter is actually still in your foot. And until you don't find out about the splinter and remove it, the wound is not going to heal properly and the pain is not going to go away. From the outside, the wound has actually healed and it looks good. But it just does not feel good. But when you do finally get the little bugger out of your foot, what happens? It drastically improves. The wound is gone in a matter of few hours. You're able to walk again free of pain and everything is forgotten in a day. Just imagine you can uncover one or even more reasons that you so far just did not see. What if you are able to drastically improve the results you're getting out of your mindfulness practice? So let's try to uncover and how we can move from putting a bandage on to enhanced well-being and mindfulness. How we can stop wasting our time on little improvements over a long period of time and instead experience improvements, get insights and results quicker and more often. Are you ready? Right, let's get into it. The first reason that might stand in your way is that you have beliefs that are blocking you from getting the best out of your practice. And you are not aware of these beliefs because you never took the time to sit down and question yourself. And that's completely normal. We are not used to question ourselves or our beliefs. But when we are coming up against a wall again and again, and we're doing the work and nothing changes, that's when uncovering your beliefs is necessary. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have the wish to be a millionaire. And you keep saying it as well. You might be journaling on this. You create powerful affirmations and actually take the right steps and actions as well. Minimum, that's how it feels to you. You know you're doing it all, but it does not move the needle. And then somebody <laughs> like me tells you to write down all the beliefs you have about money, about rich people, and about being a millionaire. Any statements or sentences that you have heard, read, or thought in your life before. And by doing this exercise, you discover powerful beliefs that are standing in your way to your goal. For example, all your childhood, your father kept saying that money does not grow on trees. And 
you even remember that you have used this sentence before in a conversation with your partner or your children. Or you realize that every time you see rich people on TV, you think, look how snobby they are. They think they can just do whatever they want. How awful. If this is what you think about rich people, your actions will never make you rich. Because you don't want to be a snob. You don't want to be an awful person, right? You literally sabotage your own actions towards wealth. In this example, <laughs> these beliefs can come from our parents, our teachers, or trainers. It can come from the news or just by watching TV. The ones we collect in our childhood are for sure the most powerful ones because they are a long time within us. And as a child, we did not question what our parents or teachers said. We just believed it. Uncovering these beliefs is so powerful and eye-opening. You can discover illogical beliefs that make no sense to you. But unless you don't discover that you have them and that you can dismantle them, they will stay hidden as a barrier that is really hard to overcome. So take the time to sit down. Make a list of all of the statements, phrases, beliefs you have about your mindfulness practice. Ask yourself the same about the topic mindfulness in general. Look a bit broader to find beliefs that are disempowering your efforts. By being aware of them, you can replace them, you can let go of them, and you can take your power back. The second reason why you might not have the results that you desire is the way you speak about your practice. Words have immense power. What we speak and say creates our reality. One more time. What we speak and say creates our reality. So you want to check your language to see if you're saying something again and again that actually discredits all the work you're putting into your practice. Imagine you meditate since a few months and you really make sure to do it regularly. You like how you feel during and after meditation, but you were really hoping for more. Maybe you use guided meditations and the voice is telling you to experience something very specific, but it just does not work for you. You haven't experienced that thing yet. And then a friend asks you about your meditation practice and how is it going? So what do you say? How do you speak about your experience? Maybe you say, I love meditating, but I think it's not really working for me. Or you might say something like this. I think I'm doing something wrong because so far it's just making me relax, but nothing more. And these are quite typical description of an experience, right? But it is so important that we listen to the words we are using. The words in our head and what we say to other people. Our subconscious takes everything in, unfiltered. And if you say that it's not working and that you are doing something wrong, what do you think will happen? Yeah, correct. 
it's not going to work for you and you will keep experiencing that you're doing something wrong. Our words have the power to create our reality. They can create what we want, but more often they create what we don't want. And the reason is because we keep saying what we don't want. So observe yourself next time you talk or think about your practice. Think back over the last few weeks or months. How have you spoken about it to others? And if you find any indication that you might sabotage your practice with your words, change them. Practice to talk differently about it. And catch yourself next time you realize that you did it. And just repeat it, say it in different words. Remember, you are creating your own reality. And the third not-so-obvious barrier is about shifting your perspective on where you are currently at. If you're working on your mindfulness, I assume you do it to improve and to grow. And that is wonderful. You are in the right place and you're doing the right thing. At the same time, you might assess your current or recent state as not so desirable. You want to move away from something. That's why you're putting in the work, right? And that all makes complete sense. But it can start to trip us up when we label that current state as a problem or an issue. Because it is not. It just is where you're currently at. You're currently where you are and you want to grow and develop into something else. Perfect. But when you label where you currently are as a problem, you are creating energy of resistance. When you create this energy through judging something as an issue, you give it fuel. It gets stronger and it persists. The issue or problem gets your attention and therefore it gets your energy. And with that energy, it stays. It will stick around. Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. I apply it as, we cannot solve our problems with the same energy we used by creating and keeping it. If we keep staying in the energy of seeing our current state as a problem, it's going to be an uphill battle to change it. And another saying we might have heard before is, what you resist persists. Think about it. So stop focusing on the situation that you label to be a problem and rather put your attention and your energy on where you want to be. Focus on your practice and how it grows and develops you. That's where you want to spend your energy on. Forget about the state you want to move out on. Don't give it any more attention and you might see not just your perspective will shift, but your progress and your growth as well. To the positive, of course. <laughs> right. These are my top three areas for you to watch out for when you feel like you're not making the progress you want. Check your beliefs. Observe your words and focus your attention and energy on the desired state instead of the undesired state. All of this can be applied, of course, as well into other areas of our life. 
and there are as well a few more barriers that could get in your way. And if you're interested in finding out more about these barriers and how to leverage all of this in other areas in your life, you have a chance to join my new program in September. This is what we're going to focus on together for six weeks. Head over to lindelange.com forward slash waitlist. Sign up for the waitlist to make sure you get all the information first. I would love to work with you. And if you know somebody who could benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. Send them a message with a link to this episode. And please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss the next episode. And feel free to leave a review if you like this episode. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.